the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible. I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to a Monday edition of Bob Bernie Live. Thank you, thank you for joining me. My telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. I have a very special guest in the studio that I want you to meet, but first... I just want to give a quick shout-out to the folks down at Central Baptist Church on the south side of Columbus on Frank Road. Joy and I had the privilege of being there yesterday in the uh, kickoff of their annual missions conference. What a sweet church, great pastor and his wife, wonderful people. We had such a great morning. Spirit of God just spoke in a powerful way. The altars were filled And then afterwards, the teenagers uh, put together an unbelievable lunch, and uh, they are to be commended. Anyway, it was a great morning. So thank you to the folks at Central Baptist, uh, Pastor Tim Womack and those folks. We just, we had a wonderful time yesterday morning. I hope you were in a good Bible-believing church yesterday. If not, why not? And if you don't have a good Bible-believing church, start looking for one. They're around. They are. A lot of them here in our community. Well, you have heard so much about what's going on in Ukraine, the war with Russia, the invasion. And I think the real tragedy in all of this has been the refugees, Millions of uh, Ukrainians have fled uh, to many different countries, but one of the countries impacted probably most by the uh, refugee crisis is the tiny little country next door called Moldova. 
Now, if you go out on the street corner and just start asking people, do you have any idea where Moldova is? The majority of the people are going to go, what? Where? Huh? If you're a regular listener to this program, then you know where Moldova is because I've had the privilege of being there many times. Well, in those times uh, when I've had the privilege of visiting, uh, it was because of the work, the ministry of Dr. Eric Chapman, uh, missionary to Moldova, as well as some other places. Eric and I go back uh, many years together. And uh, Eric and Stephanie are in town just for a few hours, and I wanted to make sure that you had the opportunity of getting acquainted with Eric Chapman. Eric, it is a delight and a privilege to welcome you to the program again. You've been here, but it's been a while. I think it's been about five years. Good to be back. Has it, has it been that long? Uh, I think so. My wife took a picture. I, I'd have to date it, but uh, it, it's, a, it's a privilege to be back with you here today. Uh, uh, we just got back in the country a little more than a week ago, so we had to come up and see our good friend Bob Bernie. Well, you know, it's interesting, Eric. Um, I have three or four people that I would call my best friends, and I don't see any of them very often. And you're one of them. You know, we don't see each other very often, mm-hmm. but you have been one of my dearest friends for a long, long time. Uh, just fill our audience in on how in the world did a kid from Akron, Ohio, marry a girl from Pensacola, Florida, and end up in a country that no one's ever heard of? How, how did that happen? Well, that's a long story, but I'll give you the short of it. I met this young lady at Bob Jones University uh, many years ago. Was that before they or after they threw you out? Uh, that was before they threw me out, Bob. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, uh, no, we, no, he was not thrown out. No, he wasn't. We did some church planning USA. We were out in California. We did uh, we did some work, and we were in youth ministries and that type of thing. But uh, I'll make a long story short, God laid on our heart to go to the Ukraine as missionaries. But then we ended up right across the border into Moldova uh, in an area called uh, Transnistria or in the Russian Prednistrovia. And uh, there in Prednistrovia, we were able to start four churches and have a great ministry. And uh, God's just kept us on the mission field all these years. Now, this is a little sliver of property you can't even find on a map. Well, it would just be part of Moldova, but actually right. they're, they're separated. Uh, everything that's going on with Ukraine right now happened to Moldova back in 92. Mm-hmm. Uh, this section of country became Russian territory rather than Moldovan territory. Uh, there was a, there's a thousand troops stationed right now there, Russian army troops. But uh, we started four churches in that area. We got there before we knew where we were, and we just decided, well, we're here. We'll just stay and see what happens. <laughs> and um, as many times as they tried to throw me out, they didn't. And uh, God kept us there for four years, and we did, a, we did, I think, a good work there. And those churches still exist. Then later we went into the other part of Moldova where we started camp ministries and some additional churches, and you've been to the camp ministry there yes. in Moldova. Two camps that formerly were uh, communist indoctrination camps. They called them pioneer camps. In those yeah, days, yes. Pioneer camps, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah it's kind of, they, 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 they always like to compare it to our Boy Scouts, but they kind of had a different message than the Boy Scouts. Yeah, and God allowed you uh, to purchase those two camps, and my God, Goodness, Eric, how God has blessed that ministry. Now, how many years have you been in Moldova? We went to Moldova in 1993, so uh, we're talking about uh, 
that many years. Yeah, 30, <laughs> 30 years, you know. Uh, we Our kids grew up there, so yeah. that's the point. Eric, uh, and I know you're very modest about this, but how many teenagers, young people, have accepted Jesus Christ as personal Savior through your camp ministry? Well, I would say we've seen well above 60,000 professions of faith through the years. And consider we didn't run camps for two years during the uh, pandemic. Yeah. So uh, uh, we just got started again last year. But we saw 700 young people come to Christ just last summer. And that was just a half summer of camp, just getting restarted. So uh, 60,000 young people given their hearts to Christ. And I know that's true because I've been there on multiple occasions and every time that I've been there. You've given a few invitations. I, I have, and I've seen them respond. Yeah. And these are not easy believe decisions. These kids are counseled. They're followed up on. They're discipled. These are real decisions. So my goodness, Praise God for that, Eric. God has his hand on that property. I'll tell you, uh, we, we've just seen miracles there. Yeah, absolutely. And we have a Bibles college there right now. So, you know, we're discipling a lot of the young people that get saved in the camp through the Bible school. Well, I've seen the camp grow and expand. Mm-hmm. When you bought it, it was in pretty bad shape. And you've expanded, you've built. Uh, what is What are the accommodations like at the main camp now outside of... Now, outside of a little village that was founded in what, fourteen? Well, it was it was before four, uh, fourteen ninety two. It was I, like four. There's a yeah, sign when you go into the I village. Think, I think like sixty years before they found before Christopher yeah, Columbus the, came to America. This little so, village was founded yeah. in the fourteen hundreds, Calvadich, uh, and the camp is just outside. Uh, tell us about the facilities that God has raised up there now. Well, we can handle about 400 people at the facilities. We have four dormitories, two story, two stories tall. We're we're actually putting a third story on several of the dormitories as I speak. I've got people there working right now, and uh, uh, it's it's just a wonderful facility. Uh, I will probably be upgrading for the next five years, but we should be finished at some point. Uh, and uh, we have a lake. Uh, we sit on about 25 acres of property, and we're surrounded by a national forest that. Nobody can buy or purchase it. It belongs to the government, so we have the use of it as if it were our own. It's a spectacular camp. It would rival almost any camp here in America. It wasn't when they purchased it. I was there. In fact, I was there before you purchased it, and it was in atrocious condition. Uh, And now you have had to undertake winterizing many of the campground facilities because of the refugees, and we've got to take a break. We'll pick it up right Uh, when we come back right there. Talking with Dr. Eric Chapman, and he is with Eurasian Baptist Missions. If you want to learn more, EurasianBaptistMission.com. EurasianBaptistMission.com. Check it out. You'll be blessed. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Live, looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. And welcome back to Bobberty Live, and welcome back to Dr. Eric Chapman, missionary to Moldova. 
uh, also has an incredible ministry in Malawi, and I've had the privilege of visiting there as well. But uh, we'll focus primarily on uh, Moldova today. Uh, Eric, this uh, war between Russia and Ukraine has really put a strain on your ministry. It's opened new doors for ministry, but just kind of walk us through how this has impacted you. How many are coming? What is their condition? How are you handling it? Just just kind of give us an overview of the refugee crisis that you are a part of in Moldova. Well, as your listeners will know, this war began on February 24th uh, of this year. And... Um, we immediately began to get calls asking if we could take some refugees. Refugee centers had not been set up. People knew we had a youth camp. We had one dormitory that we could, we had heated, and we were able to uh, begin to put refugees into that dormitory. We also have a Bible school going at the same time, so our space was limited. We uh, began to open up the other dormitories. We bought some electric space heaters, and we also at the same time took some funds and immediately put radiators in one of the dormitories. Mm -hmm. Our dormitories handle between 80 and 100 people per dormitory, and they're not designed for winter use, but we did that. And um, uh, at this point, we are able to handle about 180 refugees in heated space, and we can also take some of the electric radiators and put into the other spaces. Some of the difficulties we've had over the last year, though, is, is that our gas... Uh, a natural gas cost that we use for cooking and use for our radiator systems, uh, that cost has gone up by four times wow. uh, because we were getting all that from Russia and we're not getting that now for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, our electricity costs have gone up three times. Our, our fuel costs have gone up double. And normally I don't have a lot of people in the camp in the winter. Even our Bible school is off for two or three months just because of the cost of heating. But we mm-hmm. can't do that this year. Right. Uh, now, we've been blessed. Uh, so far, we're able to handle the situation by the generous gifts of God's people in the United States. We get no government funds. We're not a large organization as far as uh, uh, having a lot of networking among uh, groups, but uh, we do have networking among local independent yeah. churches in the United States, and they have been able to supply the need so far. And you've been able to minister to about a thousand refugees We've so had far? about a thousand come through. Uh, most of them are moving on. Got a letter from a lady one day, said, I made it to Argentina. So that's how far they've gone, <laughs> according to the tip of South America. But wow. uh, so all over the world they've gone. I, but I do, I do believe that if this war continues, and we do believe it might uh, as soon as the ground freezes in the Ukraine, if that were to happen, we may have a humanitarian crisis across Europe, and particularly in countries like Moldova. Moldova is a very poor country, a small country. Uh, the people have been wonderful there in Moldova to help their their uh, brothers and sisters in the Ukraine. But uh, it, 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 we're looking at a humanitarian disaster if this war continues much longer. How are you ministering to these people spiritually? They're obviously coming. They're broken. They're broke. Yeah. Many of them have yeah. just the clothes on their back, uh, and they've they've got to be discouraged. It, how it, how are you ministering to them spiritually? Let's just say that the, the people that we're ministering to are, are mostly elderly people with their grandchildren. Really? Uh, yes, and and the the children are are going to school. We have school set up for them on online school. Uh, we're able to stream that in from the, from the Ukraine from the Ukrainian Board of Education. Uh, so the, the the young people are going to school. 
Uh, the elderly people, I would say 75% of them are evangelicals, mm-hmm. either of a Baptist persuasion or a Pentecostal persuasion. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have brought people to co- people have come in and, and we've preached the gospel. We've had uh, groups come in and sing and groups come in and minister to these folks. Uh, but you'd be surprised how many times we, we, we come into a room and and they are ministering to themselves. They are having prayer meetings. They're, yeah. they're praying for their country. Uh, most of the people we have now, we have about 40 right now. Um, all of them want to go back to the Ukraine. None of the none of the people we have now are looking to immigrate any further. They want to go home, yeah. but every time they get ready to go home, something else happens. Right. Just a couple months ago, a lot of the infrastructure was taken out in the places where they live. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they thought the war was about over, but uh, it continues. How can we pray for them, and how can we pray for you? This has got to be an enormous financial strain on your ministry. You didn't anticipate this. You haven't planned for this. And it must cost an enormous amount of money, you know, to to heat the buildings. You're providing three meals a day, the schooling and so forth. How can we pray for the people? How can we pray for you? And we've got about two minutes left. Well, let's pray that this war ends. Yeah. Let's pray that they come to some kind of settlement and these people can go home and go about their lives. Uh, If this war doesn't end and it continues, the people that we have have no ability to go anywhere except through charitable means. Mm -hmm. Somebody will have to take care of them for a long time. Uh, Right now, we're projecting about $10 a day per person. But honestly, I think that it's probably closer to $15 a day per person. Um, If you want to help us with this this need, uh, if you will go to our website, uh, EurasianBaptistMission.com, we have an e-giving site there. And if you scroll to the bottom of that, we have included Ukrainian giving there, uh, refugees for refugees. Eurasian, 100, yes, 100% of your gift will go to them. EurasianBaptistMission.com. Eric Chapman, his wife Stephanie is here in the studio with us as well. Dear, sweet, precious friends, pray for them. Pray for Moldova. Pray for Ukraine. Eric, God bless you. Thank you so much. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.